You ready to do this? All right. Let's do it. We do about an hour, is that you say? Uh, barely. Okay. Uh, we'll chat for a while. Okay, no worries. I'm just, I'm just curious, yeah. keeping in mind for him. Yeah, exactly. you're already get done with most of your uh, Diet Coke, so I mean, it is good to, <laughs> to uh, value one's time. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome down to another episode of Dive Bar Mitzvah. Hey, it's me, your pal Ian. How you doing? Uh, it is a beautiful time to be here in Minneapolis. It is the, the air is crisp. There's leaves on the ground. Good times are had, and everything is flavored like pumpkins. It's, it's a magical time. I mean, and if you, you have to, honestly, as Americans, we have one thing that we can all relate to, and that is uh, Halloween season here in the air. And today, this is coming out. This is coming out on Halloween Day. So happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you for listening. Please, yet again, uh, make sure to like and share this to everybody you possibly can, because damn it, world domination. That's what 2017, it's the, it's the year Dive Bar Mitzvah, I tells you. Today we're at the Driftwood Char Bar here on Nicolet Avenue in South Minneapolis. It is wonderful, and it is uh, it used to be Westerns for a long time, and then it closed down. Um, I guess because of the smoking ban, they were like everybody who came here just smoked all day, and then they got kicked out, and then they had to go out of business. But now it's the Driftwood Char Bar. I've been here a couple times. We almost did an episode here a couple months ago with uh, Patrick Bauer, but they had a jam band happening that night, and I'm like, well, we're not doing it here, so we went over to the Cedar Inn. But one of the things when they don't have live music, they do something that I do at home. And this is tr- something I try not to talk about. This is something that's vaguely embarrassing. And I'm going to embarrass myself in front of my guest right now. When I'm at home, now I have, let's say, 10,000 albums. That's not true. But let's just say we do. And um, when I'm at home, I usually listen to vinyl. At least that had been the case. Now, what I do most of the time when I'm in my office working, I don't dick with vinyl. I watch Music Choice. Do you know what music choice is? Okay. It is a, uh, it's on the television right now. It is in Comcast. It's like the 450s. And they have, you know, your indie, your country, all of you. It has like 30 or 40 genres, and each have their own channel. I listen to 454, which is classic R&B, all day. I just have it on, on a loop. It's just on. It's not even on a loop because it's, it's pretty much 24 hours of content. You know, I mean, you, there, you'll hear some stuff over and over again, but more or less, it's just, it's always good stuff, and I always enjoy it. I thought I was the only person who did this. I thought it took a, a special level of scumbag to listen to music on television. But no, right here at the Driftwood Char Bar, a bar after my own heart, we are listening to, what is it, the Indie Channel uh, right now. And I, you know what? I mean, it, I'm not getting paid by Music Choice. But you know what? If you've got nothing better to do and you're, and you're out of musical options and you have Comcast, I recommend giving Music Choice a shot. It is delightful stuff. I found out about a lot of good R&B through Channel 454, the classic R&B station. And hey, maybe I'll learn something about Indie tonight. Um, I think I, last time I was here, I forget who I was with. I might have been here with Patrick Power. And um, and I was I I looked at the owner and he and I was just like is this coming off the television he's like yeah and I'm like looked at it I'm like is this four five four and he's like you like the class guard B station I'm like yes yes I fucking do so I'm glad they still have that going um, and it was also rated by the city pages as one of the best fifteen underrated hipster bars which is a real good news bad news thing right there. Um, And um, City Pages, you know, throws around a lot of love. Uh, and today's guest was rated uh, the 2015 Best Comic of the Twin Cities. He, uh, we're into two spooky things we, we share uh, in common, ghosts and punk rock, which is, a, which is a great reason to have him on today. He is a writer. He's a badass extraordinaire. He's a fan of Diet Coke. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our guest today, Mr. Mike Brody. How you doing, Mike? Hello. Happy Halloween. 
Thank you. Happy Halloween to you as well. Now, um, I mentioned you're a writer. You have you wrote a column for a while. I don't know if you still do. But uh, Confessions of a Novice Ghost Hunter. You still do that? Yeah, uh, I, haven't, I haven't done that one in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I do have some several blogs. I have a Timberwolves blog. I have a music blog. Yep. I'll, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm a writer, you know, yeah. in that sense. But yeah, I used to go on all these. I mean, I still go on ghost hunts. But I used and to that's like kind of why, I mean, that's kind of why, why I got you here for Halloween. Talk about spooky stuff. Because right, I, right. I uh, when I see something scary, I run away. Right. I uh, yeah, fight or flight. I choose flight every <laughs> right. damn time. You, a special kind of hero, Mike Brody. I am. You go after it. And, 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 and you're actually, what, you're the official comedian for Ghost Hunters? Is that what it is? It's, I have it written it's, down. It's, it's a clumsy title. Uh, it's... I basically the official event comedian for Ghost Hunters yes. is how I have so the, they have conventions all across the country and I host them do comedy at them help yeah. lead ghost tours and stuff like that and so yeah I'm not on the show that's what people get confused about well, like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. have been like oh you were great on the show and I was like I wasn't on the show not they're like show. oh yeah you were I'm like oh, oh sure. okay but now how do you get that? That's a sweet gig. How do you get in that racket? Because, you know, as, as I get older, I notice that I have peers who have strange niches that they make employment out of. This is, is near the top of the heap. Well, I mean, honestly, a uh, previous girlfriend, that was like our show. We watched that together all uh-huh. the time. And then she dumped me. And then I was like, damn it, she's not going to take ghost hunters. I'm like, I yeah. you know, like, didn't want to remind me of her all the time. Mm-hmm. So I kept watching. I got really obsessed with it. And I... On MySpace, if I put the time frame yeah. on it, um, I had a joke about ghosts. I put it on all these different like ghost hunter pages to be like, oh, maybe they'll invite me to their. Do you Christmas remember what party. the ghost was, or what the joke was? Yeah, I was talking about how um, I went wanted to go ghost hunting, and there's a website for um, you know one of those spooky like GeoCities websites, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, animated gifts. So yeah. the haunted place was uh, in Saint Elmo. Lake Elmo mm-hmm. in uh, St. Paul, and uh, the, the 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 story is that every night at midnight, this ghost monk runs across the road. People driving their car will like drive right through him, like yeah. he disappears like smoke. Oh. And I was like, oh, I want to do that, but just my luck. The one night a real monk runs across the road, I'm like, yeah. get him, get him, like, yeah. and hit him. I'm like, oh, that ghost felt kind of solid, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, so I had that. I had hair at that point. Okay. And I'm bald also now. puts the time frame. On. Yes, I'm yeah. very bald. Um, and uh, yeah, so I put it, and then uh, Amy Bruni, who ended up being on Ghost Hunters yeah. later, and then now she has her own, um, she has her own show. Oh, does she? Okay. Yeah, I I watched it for a long uh, time, and then I think at some point I was just like, eh, something else. Shiny. Yeah, you got it. But yeah, I remember yeah. Amy yeah. because Amy yeah. is cute. Yeah, she's on uh, TLC now, um, and I'm a, a bad person. I'm blanking on the name. It's a brand new show, but it's, it's easily Googleable. I bet. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Look it up. But uh, yeah, I'm a bad friend. But uh, yeah. but she was just a producer of the radio show. But she messaged me on uh, MySpace, and she's like, Hey, can you do you have 45 minutes of ghost jokes? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And I had three. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was, and I just sat down. I wrote a bunch, and it went really well. And it, that was probably ten years ago. So maybe? did you do like a show as an audition, or did you just say I have 45 minutes? And then did you ha- how did you prove this? Did you just do it as a show? They trusted me. They trusted okay. me, and then. I, basically, I didn't know if you had, I had to do it over the phone to somebody or something like no, that. No, 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 no. And I just did the first one. I did 45 minutes. And that was just me doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And then they loved it. And they're like, hey, do you want to host it? I think actually what happened was the host uh, of the regular show was a Batman freak. And he ditched the show to go because he wanted to watch Batman the, the uh, Dark Knight in, in every state. And so he left. That's a really fucked up we were in New we, we were in like Yeah, we were in New, New Hampshire. And he like dipped to go to like Delaware or something. What a jackass. I know. And so they're like, hey, do you want to host this? Like, so I kind of got news. it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I've been doing it ever since. So we, you know, we went to Mount Washington, New Hampshire. We went to the Stanley Hotel, which is where The Shining is based and on. And I have some questions about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went all over it. So, yeah, I mean, you mentioned you went to the Stanley Hotel. You've been to Alcatraz. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it seems to me, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, that, I mean, it just seems easy to scare us. 
You know what I mean? If you're just sitting around in a dark space for long enough, after a while you're going to go, did you hear that? Yeah. Do you think that to be true? I think there's a definite uh, big part of that. And I think that's why you have to look at everything critically. And yeah. If something happens, your first 10 reactions have to be, this isn't that's happening. That's that can't be. Yeah, yeah. Th- you have to, you can't come in, you can't be like, I think a lot of conspiracy theorists automatically believe everything and they're like, prove me wrong. Yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. Go which is a real like, asshole way to be. Right, yeah. you have to go in being like, this isn't the way it is, prove mm-hmm. me right. Or, yeah. you, or you, know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so I think that's the way. So whenever I see something, I'm always like, okay, this can't be that. And then I work backwards from that. Because, uh, but yeah, there is. But, you know, I've been on enough of these ghost hunts where like, the shows are edited to have all the exciting parts. Well, damn straight, yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah. But I've been on a million of these where nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And those are almost more reassuring to me the first time my wife came with one of these, she was like, I "Oh, was like, you, I was bring, like, you bring the wife along as well." When she can, you know. Really, it, I mean, and just to get back at the ex-girlfriend who liked right. ghost hunters more than anything, like, hey, she's oh, stuck she's, with me. She's a nice person, oh, but sure. but <laughs> <laughs> look at me, I'm such a Minnesotan. Um, <laughs> she's great. But uh, no, she she'll come along, and the first time she came, it was kind of boring, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you kind of got a dud week." Mm-hmm. She's like, "No, this actually makes me feel better. Yeah, that everybody's not crazy." Mm-hmm. Because maybe the, some of the people that paid might have been like, oh, look at that. But like everybody else was kind of like, oh, just, nothing's happening. Where was this at? This was in uh, the Stanley Hotel. Oh, okay. So that was that's, yeah. that seems like a big one. Yeah. Because and, and there's tunnels involved. Oh, yeah. And there's a story. You know, because yeah. that's also where uh, Pet Cemetery was yeah. started as uh, well, right? There is a Pet Cemetery there. I think they may have started By that the after way, the fact. By the way, the source for that bit of information was your article on the Stanley oh, Hotel. Oh, was it? <laughs> Well, there there is a pet cemetery there, but yeah. it's debatable. If it's if it's if it's the pet cemetery, yeah, nobody yeah. is really sure because it you know, sounds good. It's the pet yeah, cemetery. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but I've had lots of stuff happen at the Stanley. It was just that particular week, just nothing. Okay, so so what has happened at the Stanley? Since, I, mean, I mean, I'm coming at this open. I mean, yeah. it, it just seems too good. Like I mean, yeah. it's just like it's such a I mean because there, there's tourism around it, you know, and that's fine. Yeah. But you've actually seen shit. Yeah. You've seen scary stuff. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't believe anybody. Like, if somebody was telling a story, I go, okay, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't believe anything unless I see it myself. Yeah. So even when I'm saying this, I don't expect anybody to believe mm-hmm. it. Or, you know, I even also go, oh, maybe I was imagining it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I always keep that. And when it happens, you're always like, that was real, that was real. And then, like, a month later, you're like, was it? Was it really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I try to combat it with a uh, logical... Well, you've heard enough crazy people say things to you where you yeah. go, you know what? I can't... You know, I, I don't yeah. want to sound like that guy. And who yeah. knows? I can't prove it, so I'm just going to shut up about it. I mean, it. I've been, I've been like, touched before. I've had stuff scream in my ear. Yeah. I've uh, been in the basement uh, when, like, a 75... It like, felt like a 75-pound chair got thrown against the wall. Jeez. And then stuff that, like, you can't really explain in a logical way where, like... The air, it gets so heavy and so dark feeling that it feels like you're sinking to the ground. Wow. And it, 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 it never had that experience before. And how many investigations have you done? Oh, God. hundred? Okay, know. good. Well, because I mean, yeah. if it was five, I'd be yeah, like, Jesus, no, that's, no. you had some serious shit go down, no, have you? No, no, But, I mean, like, for Alcatraz, for instance... Because you spent the night in Alcatraz. In a cell, yeah. That's well, crazy. Well, I mean, I, 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 I went in there for an hour because, like, I want to do this. I went and I, well, yeah. I tried to take a nap. Is there know? somebody watching over you at this point? Or you guys, they just kind of let you guys loose? Here's what happens. You get tours of uh, Alcatraz, but it's during the day. So mm-hmm. we did the day tour. But the person that I was with was allowed to bring 30 people in to have it all night by herself. Yeah. And the, the guards just let us go. Well, fuck it, yeah. And it's huge. So at one point, I was walking down the... Well, it seems like you'd lose people. 
Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> would it be just if, if you were the guy in charge of making sure everybody got out of there alive, there was I think po- I would try to wa- I'd probably watch over There were some pointy edges, and there were some places where I'm like, I don't know if this – do it's, I have my tetanus shot? It's like a 120-year-old yeah. prison, of There's course. There's still yeah, – Billy, I mean, Billy Idol still has his name scratched up like 50 feet in the air. Of course. And uh, But so at one point I'm walking down the <coughs> – excuse me uh, – through a cell, like, like down the hallway – by myself in this huge wing and like lightning is flashing off the wall and it's thundering and lightning I'm like mm-hmm. this is awesome so it was pretty like the, the place is amazing but nothing happened and it was like 3 in the morning and I'm like okay well best case or worst case scenario I got to have a private you know free just hang out tour yeah, dick and around and it. Yeah, was amazing. Yeah. and then it started thundering and lightning and then a bunch of crazy shit started happening and the theory people have is that like lightning and ionization of the because electricity pull energy yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, air. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't know. Or you know, and maybe it influenced us all to feel creepy, but you know, people wanted I think people maybe if they wanted something to happen, why didn't it for from four till three AM? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But that place was really creepy. There was um I can't I mean, yeah, I mean I can't imagine doing that. It's like I'm gonna spend the night in Alcatraz. I mean it sounds like fun, conceptually. There was a couple there that they're famous and unfortunately they're they kinda died uh, yeah it, I don't know if I want to mention their names you can okay. probably google this but they're very famous these couple. are people on the trip with you yes the and they've been on a million ghost shows and they they were famous for having EVPs where they would record it and then play it back and then it would okay. be voices and a lot of times you do it and I feel like a lot of it's like matrix scene where you piece the things together and you're like oh I think it said that you yeah. know like yeah. <laughs> and this I was with them there was nobody around we're on the island there's no people piping in from the walls around mm-hmm. and they would be like I'd be like, hey, is anybody here? And I'm going to say a fake name, but they'll be, like, be like, like, fuck you, Jill. Like, straight wow. up, like, just like clear as day. And they had it all the time. And then the, the theory amongst people in those circles that, you know, believe in that stuff were like, they had some dark energy on them that was following them around, that it was like a price. Those people ended up uh, dying violently from, uh, there was like a murder-suicide thing. It was really gross. But this is actually spooky, though. Yes, it is. I thought it we were just going to kind of, you know, talk about, you know, I yeah. saw some weird stuff happen once. And I'm, I'm not trying to say this to like be, you know, not. I want to be classy about it, but yeah, it was yeah, like it was like they ended up kind of like people said there was some dark energy on them. And then they yeah, do you believe that? Is that something? So that, and that's a concept I wasn't familiar with at all until I started watching, yeah. you know, a lot of cable, a lot of ghost shows on, on, on TV, where yeah, where you can bring residual negative energy energy home with you. I feel like that is, and I I feel like even if if it's a science scientific thing or it's ghosts, like I think that what you surround yourself can, you know, influence you. And from what I've seen, I think there's people that mess around with stuff that maybe they don't know, and I think it can. I yeah. think I, I mean, personally, like I, I'm going to quit saying, I'm going to quit apologizing for everything I say, like take it with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. like in my opinion, yeah, I think that if you are um, messing with the wrong stuff, it can like kind of follow you around, yeah. Bad juju. Yeah, yeah. And, and you knew people who that, that somehow seemed like bad ghost magnets. They kind of swam in it, and the theory was that they like they, they kind of agreed, maybe not consciously, but just by swimming around in it, they yeah. kind of brought it on them. And then, I mean, I don't know. I'm mean, I'm not certainly don't want to say they deserve to die violently. God, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to be. Nice I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to be correct about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this is a tricky thing to tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it was sad. They were. I mean. You never know, man. <laughs> is this something you ever hear about in the community? This is this something that's, that we don't know about. That's, I mean, that's a very ex- extreme example. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not something that happens, at least with people that are well known. You know, um, 
but there's other people that are like in those scenes that you know and, and who knows it's hard to know who's a charlatan and who's not I think there's a bunch of people that really truthfully want to get to the bottom like they believe that there's something there and they want to scientifically find a way and then there's people that want to have a TV show yeah but I mean and uh, call me jaded but it seems like at this point we've had what the last 15 years of, of, of ghost shows have we found anything I guess it depends on There's who you a lot of footage. It depends There's on a lot of footage out there. It depends there, on who you asked. But like the people that I know, the people that I've met in the like the I guess you could say the ghost community, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of friends that I really feel are really like honest and working hard towards that. Yeah. But I there's people from other shows and stuff yeah. that I think they they manufacture don't care. bullshit. And and honestly it's like you don't like if you want to know about Amish people, you don't watch Amish Mafia. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And, uh, but if you want to be entertained, yes, you watch exactly. Amish Mafia. But I think that they, they, they acknowledge that it's entertainment. And like, for instance, I watched an episode, uh, a filming of Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. I was there for the in San Diego for the Star of India, a spice boat. Okay. Um, and I wasn't on the show. I was just there. And they would do shifts. Like, they would go in and go out. And I, I never heard anybody say, like, hey, don't forget to throw the rocket. You know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. They were like, oh, I heard something. You know, like... I really do believe that they believe it's real. Yeah. Who knows what the editors do? I have no well, idea. Well, of course. And you got to, I mean, you have to prove your worth. You have to be on television for a reason. Yeah. And if that means that you end up doing, you know, you have to do whatever you have to do to keep the show right. on the air. But still, you'd think that even, you know, even with all the, I mean, we all have a fucking HD camera on our phone. Yeah. Right? We all do. Why haven't we not seen any Ghostbusters level shit? I don't know if it ever will get proven yeah. because if something's like on a different plane or something like that i mean it doesn't but fit we, our we've world. all had experiences so yeah you think that somewhere some some kid in arizona accidentally yeah. like hey it's grandma you know yeah. or something like that I, I i don't have any scientific proof i have personal proof mm-hmm. to myself like things that happen that i just know we're real yeah but i could never prove them to anybody else and i don't yeah. really want to yeah, I don't care. You know, it's just it's like a personal thing to me. Because but I mean, if we're talking about scientific, then it yeah. has to be something that you, you share it with. Oh, they, they, they do. They, they, their papers they, involved. They do. Like I have my 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 friend uh, John E. L. Tenney. He's mm-hmm. a good guy, and he's he's been on some shows and stuff, and he's an expert on conspiracy theories. Yeah. But he's like, in uh, you know uh, Jeff Belanger, uh, he's uh, associated with Ghost Adventures, and they are like like if Jeff says there was a ghost there. There was a fucking ghost. Yeah. Because Jeff will, like, discount 99.9% of it. Yeah. He's, like, a huge skeptic, but that's why he's in it, you know? So, I mean, he does, to a certain degree, believe in certain things that he's seen, but, like, he's always like, oh, it was nothing. Now, like, somebody will be like, oh, my God. And like, he'll be the first one to be like, but, you know, he told me Waverly Hills, this sanatorium in Louisville. He's like, that thing is off the charts. But, um, yeah, man, I've had, like, uh, yeah, some stories. Okay, well, and, and what's... My recorder is acting up. I'm getting weird background. Here, I'm going to stop it real quick. Just... All right, let's try that again. Check, check. All right, we're back. Uh, I'm sorry, we took, a, we took a brief edit there. We're having some technical difficulties that I would like to blame on ghosts. <laughs> always. That's the best way to... It's always good. Although it rarely happens. And this actually brings us uh, to another thing. Because uh, I contacted you out of the blue a week ago. Um, because I had found something very strange, and you're my ghost friend. Yes. <laughs> I have friends who do, I've got, you know, guy who can fix a car, mm. guy who knows where the drugs are, mm. and ghost friend. Yep. Your ghost friend. Yep. Um, and you also might know where the drugs are, know how to fix a car. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to use you <laughs> I don't, for everything, I'm not though. good at either of those I'm things. I'm just, you know, I mean, everybody, it's good to have everybody right. kind of like little bits here and there. Yeah. Um, but we were, I was going through... Um, the video we shot for the Wayne Burfine episode, which was two episodes ago. Thank you very much. 
no. <laughs> I, you know, I just was happy you came over. You know, I like to have have as many drinks in front of me as possible. Anyway, I was going through the video of the Wayne Burfine episode two episodes ago, and we had a weird orb floating around. Now, I am a skeptic, and I've also been working in some level of video production for, what, 15 years now? And I have never seen anything like this. Now, it was not, you know, Grandma. It wasn't anything totally spooky, but it was something where it's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I genuinely have no idea what the fuck that is. I did not make it. It's just sitting here looking at me, and I like... So I, I sent it to some friends of mine who who do who are much more professional than I am in the video world, and I sent it to Mike Brody. Mike Brody looked at it and went, eh, well, maybe. And I was like, well, okay, well, I'm freaked out. Can, can somebody coddle me here? Can somebody make this seem like it's a big deal? And then you actually, because you're very, you're very hooked in, you, what did you do? I uh, sent it to the John E.L. Tenney that I was uh-huh. just talking about, yep. who's a bona fide expert. And he was like, ah, it's a lens flare, it's a this and that. I mean, he knew exactly what it was. But it was going around our heads. <laughs> it never crossed over us. It was going up and around. And I, I assume by the time this episode's out, I'll put it out there somewhere. My first clue was that it had kind of a trajectory to it. Like, it wasn't herky-jerky. If it was like a yeah. all over the place, I'd be like, oh. But it had kind of an arc. And I'm like, it's it's going off of something. There. And you see that it's, it, it's in front of the lens, and it's mm. obviously, it's not behind us. Mm. You can see it go on the table. Mm. You can, it's, and it keeps the same size no matter where it is in proximity mm-hmm. of anything else but it was enough for me to go the fuck is that yeah. and then i watched it non-stop for like four hours and then i'm like it's totally fucking ghosts and see i see and i called in a favor because asking a ghost expert to look at a video is That's like telling it. a comedian to tell a joke I know, and i thank you for doing that <laughs> but i mean you know you should be open to like you know maybe it is something maybe I was like, come on man come yeah. on do me a favor do me a solid yeah. well i mean you saw it i mean did you just think it was bullshit i thought it was, i mean I, I think i freaked myself out because i stared at well, it I, forever and then i sent it to wayne and then wayne and his wife stared at it forever yeah. and then they were freaking out and then i showed it to my girlfriend and she's like i think it's your dad <laughs> oh you know what actually yeah, what she yeah, said yeah, yeah. she's is that Bill Young? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I, mean, don't, like, I didn't even think about that. And it's just like, ugh. Like, yeah. You know, uh, like I said, you know, my, my first reaction to everything is like, okay, that's what makes sure that what it's not. You know? Yeah. So my, I, I came in with the skeptic viewpoint mm-hmm. right off the bat. And, um, well, it, yeah. you know, yeah, as did I. But still, if... I had a couple times where I... It's good for me if I, if I capture a ghost. You know, I, it helps my career. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever it might be, you know, if I'm guy... You know, but ooh, did you know that Ian captured a ghost? I mean, it's a nice thing to say. I had a uh, Bill was my best friend. You know, he was a lot of people's best yeah. friend. So I don't mean that like you know, claiming him as my own. You know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but uh, me and Bill go way back. And uh, and I, I, you know what? And I was going to edit that out. But if we were talking about oh, Bill, we talked. No, because I thought it was when I said it. I thought it came off. Tacky. Well, no, Bill wouldn't care. No, I know he wouldn't. Um, about a month after he died, I he, Bill had a very distinct smell. Yes, uh, we called it Bill, Bill do. do. Bill do, yes, yeah. and he didn't like that. <laughs> so that might have been the one. Um, fancy but, that. No, but he, uh, yeah, well, his brother came up with it. So, okay. Um, so, he, it, so it dated back a yeah, while. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, a month after he died, I was walking down the hallway of someplace else, and I, I smelled it, it as clear as day. Mm-hmm. You know, and that stuff that's not scientific at all. But yeah. I was like, I, I, I felt like it was like Bill saying hi. Like, not like he's like haunting anybody. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he's yeah. like lost no, in, the, in, no. in uh, purgatory or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, no, that's how I took it. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's a weird thing after uh, someone you love dies because you, since you have them in the back of your mind, you see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and you know, it, 
Bill was of equal height and hair distribution of many people in the, in <laughs> yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah, he was, yeah. So, but you still, but you like, oh, it's fucking Bill because you're just thinking of him. I mean, not even conscious. But nobody smelled like not Bill. Not even, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, there's there are people who I saw, like, you know, walking outside my house at 40 feet who I'm like, that's yep. my fucking father. There's yeah, no yeah. way that's not my dad. He's, he's wearing my dad's jacket. Yeah. That's my dad's haircut. That's my fucking dad. And then it's just like, run after him. Right. Get out there. I mean, and I never, and I, I just couldn't do it. It's like, I'm like, I'm going to get up on it. It's obviously just some dude yeah. going to the store. But I mean, the last thing you need is some grown-ass man running up to you going, Dad! I was uh, doing comedy in Iowa and the MC looked exactly like Bill. Yeah. And I was like, hey man, just so you know, if I start hugging you and crying, <laughs> it's because you look just like my best friend yeah. who died. Uh, but but yeah, and Bill would always make fun of me for that stuff. We lived together, and, and then the 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 ceiling fan would rattle. He'd be like, "Whoa, Brody, is it a ghost?" I'm like, well, "Maybe it is, Bill. Maybe yeah, it is." Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Now how do we end? How do we move on from ah. dead friend conversation? Yeah. We've already touched on a few dark issues. Yeah. But I mean, so this is something that you see yourself doing for the foreseeable future. I mean, what's, how do you get, how do you, how do you move up from this? Like, what, what's the stuff that you, where's the places you haven't been, and what do you hope to see? Well, I mean, hopefully there's like new places that they add and places they haven't gone to. It's always fun to go to a new yeah. one. Um, you know, I've uh, give it five years, we could do it at Paisley Park. <laughs> right, the way, right, right, the right, way right, they're right. pimping that out. Well, he was a Jehovah's Witness. So I don't know if they'd be cool with that. They were kind of weird about hundred bucks like at that. the door. I bet they'd be yeah, really okay, cool. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Touche, yeah. touche. Um, you know, sometimes um, I'll get messages from um, TV show people that are like, "Oh, you know, we always kind of have a comedian on there," and you know, uh, you can be the wacky guy. Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes I feel like maybe that will work out, but it hasn't yet. So yeah, I mean, how would that work? I mean, do you think that you as a person could go in into I mean, it's one thing to be funny on stage, Mike. Yeah. It's something else to be funny in a dark room at three o'clock in the morning after yeah. you guys been walking around in circles. I mean, is that I, is that a realistic thing to do? Because I mean, would that would that work? I mean, that's the guy that everybody hates. Yeah. Like they're in the room, everybody's trying to be quiet, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a douchebag. Nobody likes a whoopee cushion guy. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, but I uh, feel something big in here. It must I, be your mom. I mean, I, I'm generally pretty serious during that stuff because I'm trying well, to Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolute deference, especially, you know, if you're not one of the guys who started it. You don't yeah. want to be the dick in the room. Well, the, the fun thing is, my favorite part about it all is, like, they do the guided ghost tours, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people around, so there's a lot of what they call contamination. Yeah. You know, like, people coughing and doing all And you're supposed to, if you cough, you're supposed to go. Like, you're supposed to acknowledge it. Yeah. People say different things, but you're like, I coughed. That was me. Yeah. You know, so for later on, like, it was a ghost cough, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, my favorite thing is, like, the after hours cool kids party. We're like, okay, the night's over, and then the people sometimes, if they're in the mood, will go out and do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the things that at first was cool for me. I'm like, okay, they're doing this on their own. It's not just something they're doing for a camera. Yeah, you know. And we had a lot of crazy stuff happen without any camera. Because if you're into that, that's possibly the best gig you yeah. can have. So the first time I ever had anything crazy happen to me, it was in the place I'm going to be in in, um, in November. Uh, November. Nice segue for yeah. the plug. Beautifully yeah, yeah, yeah. done. Mount Washington. Uh, your wife thought you were going to suck at this. Strange events. Oh, yeah, I know. In, in Washington State? Uh, Mount Washington, New Mount Hampshire. Washington. Oh, okay. Bretton Woods, yeah. yeah. Um, so we were in, um, we were ending the tour, and there was this cottage house. And it seems like the haunted places are always, like, the places where the, the work lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I was with a demonologist, which is an actual term. Wow. He... Where do you get your PhD in demons? He he works for the Vatican. Oh, that's a great fucking answer. Yeah, <laughs> like he literally like the Pope. That's yeah. where he uh, has been offered a bunch of reality shows. He was on a pilot for a Paranormal State, but then he didn't. He decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to make any money off of it. He's 
he'll do some speaking engagements and stuff. Yeah. But he is very Catholic, very religious. And so most of his stuff is warning people about like, he really believes in the devil and Satan yeah. and stuff like that. So he's kind of the sobering kind of side of it. Whenever he's yeah. like, yeah, ghost, he's like, they'll rot your soul. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of, um, so anyway, he is fascinated and he, he has a lot of paranormal experiences. He, he doesn't like to use the word psychic. He doesn't believe in psychics. He thinks that it's manipulation by the devil. He, anything he has happened to him, he believes is from God. And he's not, he's not egotistical. The way I phrased that made it sound like he's like, it's from God. Well, but, but yeah, you have the good and the bad. The yeah. good came from God, the bad came from Satan. But he's, he's a very cool guy. He's a good friend of mine. And he's uh, very funny, but he has a very monotone voice. Mm-hmm. So whenever he talks, he just talks like this. And it doesn't go up or down no yeah. matter what. So he'll be like talking, be like, I really love Sydney Lauper. She's a great singer. <laughs> and then he'll be like, the devil just walked in. Like the same. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. you gotta, well. But you don't want your demonologist to freak out and be like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, Nor do you necessarily want him into Cindy Lauper. But another, well, another I, I like Cindy Lauper. That was me projecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, punk rock. Yep. But uh, so anyway, so we were in the cottage house and we're chilling out, just hanging around. And oh, and there was a, a couple other people with us. One guy who's an actual scientist that I don't know the term for it, but he actually quit doing ghost hunting to go back to just being a regular scientist. And he wow, would invent okay. these gadgets and stuff. He's the Egon of the bunch. Right. And then another one was this guy who sold the equipment. The equipment, just like anything else, stuff made by mistake. It's a plumbing device mm-hmm. or whatever. They found out that it picked up stuff, blah, blah, blah. That would be so the he told, yeah, yeah, Yeah. And he told me, he's like, don't tell anybody, Brody, but I don't believe in any of this shit. I'm like, well, but you don't have to to sell it. It, it does what it sa- you say. It, you know, you're not false advertising or yeah. like that. If people, you know, think it does that, it does it. Um, so he went with us just to be like, oh, let's see what this shit's all about, you know. And so we go in and we're sitting there and we're in a room with a couple beds. And my friend, the demonologist, is laying on the bed and nothing's happening. And all of a sudden he just goes, an adolescent just walked in. And I thought he meant, he said it so dry. I thought he meant like, yeah. Yeah. I thought he just meant, like, oh, what's a kid doing here? There's no kids here. And so I turned the light. You know, we sat in the dark just because it's fun. There's no scientific reason to sit That's in the dark. That's what straight guys do, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there was, there was women there, too. We had women. We yeah. had girlfriends. <laughs> there was girls. Um, this was a long time ago. And uh, <laughs> um, So anyway, I turned on the lights, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, he meant like a ghost. So this science – now, I'm not a science guy, so I'm going to butcher this, and this isn't this guy's mm-hmm. fault. But he – the science guy had this uh, piece of equipment that um, – it, it was like, you know, an EVP is like when you hit record and you play it back and there's a voice on it. His thing did it in real time. So he would hold on to it and like they would just speak through it and you could just hear it. Wow. And I don't know how it worked, but when something would supposedly get close to it, it would just go. And all of a sudden, like that. It's fucked up. And there's that nobody around. Up. And there's nobody there. Like, we're not. This is just like it, was like, it would be like a bunch of comics hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody was trying to impress each other. Yeah, yeah. Although comics do that. Bad example. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> So it's walking in, and so my friend is very religious, and so he always does it like, do you need Jesus? Do you need, he wants to move them on to heaven, you yeah. know? And, uh, Proselytizing even um, after they're um, dead. Yeah. Typical yeah. Catholic. Well, you know, purgatory, right? Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so they would come up, and all I know is what happened, is they would, it would get closer, and I could actually, at one point I was sitting next to the guy, and my leg got all tingly, just like on the, like right where he was, and they would come up, and he'd be like, I've been known to do that Oh, yeah, no, too, yeah, my, my groin. Yeah. Um, and they would, he would go, do you need Jesus Christ? And they go, yes. And they, for some reason, it picked up S's a lot, mm-hmm. which is really spooky. And then he would say the Lord's Prayer. And then right, every time at the exact same point, they would go, it would go. Ugh. And then you just, you could feel this energy just lifting up. And I was not raised religious. I'm not a religious mm-hmm. person, but I'm like, holy shit. And um, this happened. Like, he says it happens like a beacon. Like, all of a sudden, like, everything on the property, like, oh, something's happening. And it all comes, to, all the energy gets drawn there. So, all of a sudden, just, like, 10, 12. And now, 
this is my entities. Yes, no this way. is this is my grain of salt comment, of course. Yeah. But like, he, he he always told me that whenever on a property, when a lot of people are getting saved, that a negative energy that was like keeping them there or was around will be like, what the fuck? Those are my people. Yeah. You know, what are you doing? And so this has happened with me and him several times. Where suddenly the room will get really, really, really dark feeling. And I don't know how to feel. It just feels like you're in a pile of tar. Because they're ticked off. They're taking their friends? They're, or? they're taking the people that they lorded over. Like, oh, I like, see. Okay. Like okay. the theory is that they could go on anytime they wanted, but they will trick them. Like you're, okay. you're going to go to hell. Okay. You're going to go to hell. Yeah. You know? And so we're sitting there, and the guy who doesn't believe in any of this, who, by the way, after all this, his eyes are as big as footballs. So he was like, oh, fuck. And I was sitting on a couch or on a, on a recliner, and he goes, Brody, I don't want to freak you out. And this is the guy who didn't believe in it. He goes, mm-hmm. I don't want to freak you out, but something's standing behind you. Um, oh, I have to. I, I, why, how would that freak somebody out? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, oh, I forgot this is an important part of the story. There was a little bit of downtime, and the clock said 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it was 4 a.m. And I thought, okay, this is a good time to ask this question because it's not three. Because I'd always heard that three is three a.m. is like this like evil time, and I'm like, what does that work? Does do 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 ghosts have time zones? Like, how yeah, does exactly. this, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. And so I go, what is this, what is up with the three o'clock being evil? And he goes, well, in dogma, which is an actual term, I guess. Mm-hmm. He goes, in dogma, Jesus Christ was crucified at three p.m. So. 3 a.m. is like the upside down cross. It's a mockery. It's an inversion mm-hmm. of. It's symbolic. So that would explain why. Like okay. they don't have time zones, but they know that we're there in that time. So, so I said this at four because I didn't want to be like at three o'clock yeah. say this. So, right then, all of a sudden, the guy goes, "There's some, don't freak you out, but somebody's standing behind you." All of a sudden, I looked to the left. There was a bathroom over there with a nightlight in it. It was completely dark. You couldn't see through. It was just like a wall of dark. You couldn't see through it. And I looked over to the other side, and standing in front of the window was just this like a big cowled figure, just like leaning back and forth, like a like a clock hand, you know, like a tick tock, yeah, yeah. just like doing this super super yeah. slow. And then my demonologist friend goes, "It's time to go." Yeah. And when a diamond, when a demonologist, regardless of what you believe, you got to hedge your bets. When a demonologist says it's time to go, it's time to go. Exactly. And so, and I, nobody could breathe and it was horrible. And we, we left and then the security guard was, you know, down in the basement. And when he came down, he's like, Hey guys, you have some fun. And he saw our faces. He's like, Oh, and where was this at? Um, this was in the cottage house of uh, Mount Washington. Okay. Oh yeah. That's where you, where yeah. you've got the gig coming And up so here. we got and there was actually, believe it or not, there was a shuttle down there that would just take us up the hill because it was, you know, the mountains. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we got in the car. And I looked, and it was 3 o'clock. The clock was wrong Damn. up in the place. You know, this is before, like, I don't think it's smartphones yet, yeah, yeah. you know. So it, it actually happened at 3 o'clock on the nose. They all showed up after I had talked about Jeez. it. And I didn't know it was 3 o'clock. I thought yeah. it was 4. And it was just one of those things where it was like, oh. It's, it, it, and I can tell these stories, and people go, oh, this guy's delusional. Yeah. But if you were there, you'd been like, holy shit. <laughs> and you bet this made you want to keep doing it. Because I would do that. Well, I, would, I would see that figure, and I'd be like, I've made some wrong choices. <laughs> I'm not going to do this shit anymore. It's you know what? Sc- maybe maybe I'll get into watching movies with a wife. You know, you've got a lovely wife. I'm sure she'd yeah. appreciate time together as opposed to you like hanging out in it's dark hotel It's not as scary rooms. when there's people around. Uh, whatever, you know, man. power numbers. And, and I actually, one time I went... How many, how many people does it take to take down a ghost? Like, Brody, do <laughs> I don't you know. know. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. That's like a yeah. lollipop. I, one time I was in Virginia, Minnesota, and we were doing this abandoned building, and I decided I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down to the basement by myself. I'm going to do this by myself. Sure. And they went down in the basement, and I stood in this pitch dark by myself. And then something across the room went like, like, like a sling blade almost. And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Like on my own, I'm a pussy." Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never really had anything like that happen to me that I'm aware of. Yeah. That said, when I was, I believe, three years old, 
I apparently channeled someone. I'll okay. have to, I'll tell you the story my father has told my father told me. Um, he it was like late at night and he was just kind of up, you know, wandering around the house and I I was really sick. I had a temperature of like 102. So I was just kind of on the couch and you were three. Parents, yeah, 3 years okay. old. And I was like, they're just about to take me to the hospital. Like, if it was going to get any worse, they're going to have to take me in. And we lived in rural Indiana, in uh, what Trevlac, Indiana. You've never heard of it. It's a great name. It's right outside Nashville, Indiana, <laughs> which is right outside Indianapolis. Music City. Yeah, well, yeah, practically, yeah, for Indiana. Yeah. Um, so, and, and we're just kind. Of, we live in the hills. My parents were poor, dirt poor hippies, and we lived in a house my father built, and that he learned how to build from the whole Earth catalog. Um, you want another Diet Coke? Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, and uh, so, you know, middle of the night, my dad's kind of like painting. He was a sign painter by trade and kind of keeping an eye on me, but also working. And then he heard someone talking <laughs> and, and he was like, OK, so he, he wandered over to me. And uh, apparently I was I was spinning quite the yarn. Um, I was a guy uh, named Rusty. I had red hair. Um, I drove an orange Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. <laughs> uh Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's usually what a, a three-year-old uh, yeah, and, fantasizes about. And, and, and Thank you. The version I had, my father had first told me was, you know, the, and I just kind of like took him through my life and, and, you know, what kind of place I lived in and things like that. And then after a while, um, he, the, I said, I can't talk anymore. Ian's getting tired. And then I just shut off. My dad, needless to say, freaks the fuck out. Well, yeah. And he told me about this years later. I'm like, that's... <laughs> wow. That's pretty fucking awful. Uh, wow. That's I, pretty fucked up. Um, I was, I was going to say at first because some people think that kids can remember past lives, but if he was like, no, Ian's got to come back. Yeah. Um, and so that's the version my father had told me. And when I was uh, probably around 10 or 11 years old, I started having a reoccurring nightmare that I died in a car accident. And apparently the end of it was um, Rusty was driving. So it was Rusty. The guy who, yeah, yeah. whoever this person's name yeah. was, who had red hair, his name was Rusty, um, apparently got in, there was an accident that he was very vague about, and then he said, the, the glass is really hot. The glass is really hot. And then he changed the topic. And I started having recurring nightmares where I was like, where I'd gone through a windshield and stuff like this. And Did you know about father, this by I, this point? No, he didn't tell me that part of the story. Okay. So I told my dad this, and then of course, yet again, you know, then the light in the room changes, and he just goes... I have to tell you something. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, and that's the only, and I'm, that's the only thing that I have ever, that's ever happened to me, and I didn't even, I don't even remember it. Wow. See, you know, that's the thing. Like, I, I sometimes wonder that all the things that we're talking about will be explained by science, but I mean, like, in kind of a fantastical way. Like, maybe there's more to the world and the universe that we know, mm -hmm. and obviously there is. Yeah. But that crazy things are actually scientifically provable someday, hundred. Yeah thousand years from now i don't know like telepathy or or telekinesis maybe someday there's an actual reason for that and yeah, an explanation I mean, for that. yeah i mean and over the years i've been kind of plagued by like i mean was it just you know some kind of you know spirit wandering around rural indiana comes right. across a you know very uh, uh a, a child that could become a medium who had no no fight in him and well, just happened to yeah. be thankfully you know a good spirit yeah. and, and didn't like try to take me over well, forever maybe because science is proven you know like those little microscopic cells when you like there's no space between anything you know everything's mm -hmm. connected you yeah. know all that stuff maybe someday because we'll realize that because everything like buddhists are right that everything's connected then maybe something just kind of leaked over you know i don't know I, I i truly don't know yeah and i'd wondered if it was a past life thing too like where if it was just somehow an inherent memory that just somehow came through i don't have any idea 
It scares the shit out of me. To talk the, about. the things that scare me is okay. So, we were in. Um, so we were in Mount Washington, but then um, the the where the, your upcoming gig is. Yes. And the guys, uh, uh, Grant and Jay, who were the yeah. at the time the two main guys, the Ghost Hunters, they had a. And when Grant left, I stopped watching. I yeah. think that's what happened. <laughs> I think uh, Grant's going to be there. Okay, well, Grant's going to be there. Um, they owned a hotel, a motel, about 20, 20 miles away. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was, a, it was a Holiday Inn. <laughs> it was yeah. a Holiday Inn Express. Hotel, and, motel. Um, and so we, they were still fixing it up, but they had filmed an episode of Ghost Hunters there, and we actually got to watch the premiere of it while in the room. So they, they're in this room, and all this crazy shit's happening, and I'm watching it in, in the room, room. Yeah, which yeah, is pretty yeah. surreal. Yeah. And uh, it was a really haunted place. We saw some weird stuff. But my friend, the demonologist, was like sh- on his computer showing me his favorite exorcism videos and like all like the t- you know the all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I want to sleep tonight. Can yeah, you, yeah. Could you? I mean, that's like shit's, actual like like the famous cases of like so somebody record, yeah Brazil. The, the, there's the one that the exorcist is based on, which is this German girl. I can't remember her name, but if you Google it, you can yeah. find it. And the, the, nothing is scarier than a 14-year-old girl screaming bloody murder in German. That's probably, yeah. yeah it, that like, sounds nine, nine. And it's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. ah. It was so horrifying. I think we're freaking out everybody in the bar. There's not too many people here. But if they're paying any attention, yeah, they're probably wondering exactly exciting. what the fuck's going on. This is how Fargo starts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, it is a very it is a very relaxed night here at the Driftwood Char Bar. We usually have a band. <laughs> Um, it is a bartender, two guys at the bar watching a sports center, and us. So this is the audience right now. They're not paying a damn bit of yeah, attention, which is probably for yeah, the best. Anyway, though, sorry, please go on. Oh, uh, but no, no, that is just that was. Uh, so he actually, and he has, you know, bookmarked favorite, yeah, uh, favorite exorcism videos. Yeah, I mean, he got some fucked up friends. Mike. I know, I know, and it's extra scary because he's like, yeah, that's just Tuesday for me, that's, you know. That's fucked up. Yeah, uh, and we'll, we'll switch gears here a little bit. Sure. Uh, are you kicking us off? Oh, thank God. No, you know what? I was just, I'm just so used to the, Yes, I'll, uh, please, I'll have another beer, please. Thank you. Yeah. I was, I was worried. She was looking at us like, I don't, I don't know about these guys anymore. But have you, have you watched Black Mirror? The yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm three episodes in. I, I'm exactly as far in as well. I thought the first two seasons were like the best television I'd ever seen. It was amazing. Uh, my father and I, to bring my father back up into this, he, uh, we were huge Twilight Zone fans. Like we would watch, we would watch the marathon every year. That's exactly how I got into it. I had never seen the Twilight Zone ever until about two months ago. What the fuck? I know. I saw the movie with John Lithgow. Oh, but that doesn't the, count. Yeah. That doesn't um, count. I know, and that's what everybody said. They're like, what the fuck? So they, they, uh, I was at my brother-in-law's. I was doing a. Sh- uh, I can't remember what we were there for, but anyway, he played the. Um, the one with the little men that end up being space, they're, they're you know, astronauts. And then, uh, and then, so we're like, okay, let's watch another one. And then he's like, no, 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 we got to watch this. So I thought he was turning to another episode and he put on Black Mirror and I saw, and it was late at night and it was an hour episode and I was like pissed. I was like, kind of like, come on, man. I don't yeah. want to, you know, thank you very much. Just put on a random show that's an hour. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. And it was the one where they, um, they like DVR their life. And they oh, get yeah, in a fight. Yeah. So you said this. Yep, yep. And I was hooked. And then yep. my wife and I watched the first two seasons, and then we just started watching the third. I, I got hip to it early. I don't know how, but I was downloading like the day that they were playing in, yeah. in England. I was, mm. I was torrenting them off the internet. And I am excited about this new season. The first three episodes, though, I think are kind of lame. I'm not, I'm not blown away yet. The third one's the best, but it's just also the, the third, darkest. The so I don't one. know if it's as well written or it just kind of seems like a right dark uh, Black Mirror episode because it's kind of dark. I was thinking about that too because yeah, the first they were good. Listen, like 
those uh, two first two episodes of Black Mirror are like the let it be for the Beatles where like their worst is better than most people's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean and I and when I bitched about it on on Facebook, yeah. I definitely like went Look, I have the bar really high on this. I'm right. hardly like I'm, yeah. I'm not bitching about art, but I'm just saying that this is I'm not I'm not as excited about the, this as I thought I'd be. The made. third episode actually surprised me though. That that twist in the third oh, one, I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming." On the, in the third one. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. The, the, the third, one, the third one is basically the anonymous one where like he looks up porn and then, oh, and yeah, then that they record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but the twist isn't I don't know. What's the one uh, where they're where it's a woman, she wakes up, there's some weird logo on the television, she's being chased through the whole thing. Uh, I think it's oh, called Grey yeah, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking twist. Yeah, I don't know. That's the end of that one is a fucking twist. I, this you, is just kind of like, eh, Before the know. third season came out, I already knew it wasn't going to be good, so like, I'm just enjoying it at the lower yeah. bar. Because the, you could tell those first seven episodes, he probably spent 15 years of course. thinking of that. Like a band. And there's like, only yeah. so many like technology-based crazy, I mean, maybe that's what we say as normal people, but I don't know. I, you know what? I mean, in, in as somebody who grew up, I mean, watching the Twilight Zone, and there's never going, there's never going to be another Jimi Hendrix uh, <laughs> album, and there's never going to be another. Twilight well, you know, you don't episode. like Lenny Kravitz. Well, no, but you but, but understand what I'm saying. Though. I mean, but yeah. it's like I was raised with this classic lineage of amazing art, which I look at the Twilight Zone very much as art, and there was never going to be a new one. And so when the Black Mirror came out, I was just like. Shit, yes. Finally, we have this. There's I, something for my generation. I wish I could go back in time to 1959 and watch The Twilight Zone in real time. For well, how, you're that lucky. Must have, must have I, blown I everybody you. away. Have you, you haven't seen them all, then. Uh, we, I, see, my father and I, we would, we would have contests to see who could name which episode it was first. Well, what, and we would, and he could, this motherfucker, my father, <laughs> could uh, name it. Like, we would watch it. He could get it in, like, within two seconds of a shot of the sky. He could yeah. pick out which one it was. Well, what we did, because we, obviously there's some clunkers. You know, n- nothing's perfect. There's yeah, a couple. Yeah. And so what we did is we, we Googled, like, five different sites that had the, the best mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. With, and I just wrote them all down. If there was repeats, I wouldn't write again. Yeah. So I made a list of, like, maybe 25, and we just watched them. And so I basically got the greatest hits of, like, maybe and 25. It's not, like, in, like Black Mirror, it's not necessarily all that spooky. Uh, it, the best ones aren't necessarily that spooky, but they, they will fuck with you, which is, which is high art. My favorite. I mean, any, you know, any comedian can make somebody laugh, but any right. comedian who can fuck with your head, that's, that's transcendent. Well, obviously the airplane gremlin one is, like, the yep. classic of all well, that's, classics. That's the big one. But my favorite one is the other Shatner one when they go to the restaurant. Oh, they, yeah, where they, where's the, there's the uh, napkin box with yeah. the devil head. And, and I love that because that like resonated with me because sometimes like I look into this stuff and I look for meaning but like yeah. that kind of resonated with me it was it was like the don't get too wrapped up that you don't live your life yeah exactly yeah. my favorite one which I'm guaranteed does not make too many people's best of list is about the writer who uh, would describe stories into his real to real tape machine and then they would manifest they would become I never real. saw that one yeah it's 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 a it's an obscure one it's not a lot of people's favorites so is I'm not the, saying. Well, season four, they don't have season four on Netflix because they're the hour-long the hour ones. Long, the hour-long ones stink. Those are the ones that they shot on videotape that don't look that good. Because the, the, there was Rod a couple Serling of those was one great too, at doing a half hour. And, yeah. then, and then they're like, well, we've got to do an hour-long. And they, then, then it's really too stretched. But although the one with uh, Art Carney and Santa Claus, that's one of the hour-long ones. It's fucking amazing. I think it was season three or season five. They had um, a couple of the video ones, and they yeah. said they purely it was a budget thing. They exactly. were like, they were like, and I, I, it was like watching a '50s soap opera. I hated it. Some of the episodes were written okay, but I, yeah, but you have to see past how. I mean, because the music cues in the Twilight Zone, the film stock used, just all somehow is a happy accident to a degree, and some of it was well planned out. But it just is something that can grab me right. by my spine. Well, it's, it's just perfect. Uh, real quick, let's pimp the gig we have. you have coming up. What is it? 
it's uh, Strange Escapes is the name of the event. Uh, it's in Mount Washington. I believe it's like November 12th, 13th, 14th, and You 15th. can find out one way or another on MikeBrody.com. Yes, it's Strange Escapes. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun. And um, I want to talk about your blog a little bit here, and out come the Timberwolves, because you are a Timberwolves fan. Yes, and it's a very lame Rancid reference, which isn't even one of my favorite bands, There's but I'm no really bad at titles. A good Rancid <laughs> reference. I'm not good at titles, and I was like, and out come the Wolves, and out come the Timberwolves, but whatever, it's and there. I, and, I, and, and you got viral from something that I got cut out of. I almost was famous. I was almost internet famouser, uh, because I was on the Kevin, I was filmed for the Kevin yeah, yeah. The Kevin Love jersey thing. I got cut rightfully so, I'm sure, but that got what like that got how many million views? 3 million? Three That's million? insane. It, it, it was on Sports Center and Yeah, it, it, he saw it and yeah. everybody it you know what? It went from this dumb thing where you know just like, oh, I've got this friend doing this thing in a parking uh, lot outside yeah, the yeah. joke joint yeah. and then a week later like well, fucking Christ, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Jesus. It's like, what have I done in the last week? I don't know, nothing. And the, and the, like, I saw from the creation to the end, it was yeah. like all within a week. I'm just like, God damn, Mike Brody, way, for, way to go. Well, Zan helped me make it. You know, like I was out filming it and I and wrote the and lines. And you married so, well, by the way. I oh, haven't yeah, met I your know. wife, but I mean, good for you. Oh, yeah, I married up for sure. Yeah. She helped me uh, make it and she fought me on a lot of stuff where like, if I would have had my way, it would probably have been three minutes long. Mm-hmm. She, we made it a minute twenty-five, which is like it's a good uh, like ADD generation, yeah. you know. And there was lots of stuff that people recorded that I recorded that were was funny. Yep. And there was a bunch of parts that I wanted to add. I'm like, oh, this is funny. Here's a hipster joke or something like yeah. that. And she was like, nope, don't lose the joke. Boom, 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 boom. Stay with it. You can and do she, an anniversary edit though. What's yeah, that? You can do an anniversary edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do like you know the director's cut later. But on. she was smart. She's like, don't get greedy. Mm-hmm. Got to keep going. And then it, it was perfect. And so we're actually gonna uh, we. It was our first one, and it went viral. So it was like, oh, shit. So you get cocky. We're actually going to, finally, we're going to do a couple more. We have a couple ideas for some more stuff. And I'll watch MikeBrody.com. MikeBrody.com. I imagine for all that stuff. But yeah, the Wolf's blog is a comedy blog, so it's not your normal thing. I'm not like a super sports guy. So I just basically am like, ah, fuck everybody, and I just yell, and I get... And you're my second guest who has a... uh, an Instagram account for his dogs. <laughs> I don't apologize for anything. Well, the first one was Tommy Ryman, so that's not bad. Yeah, he's, yeah, you're right, you're right. And that what Daisy and Frosty and what what kind of it's it's a golden she's a wang. She's half half golden retriever, half dachshund. She's a golden wiener, golden wiener, wiener retriever. It's a good looking dog hey. in a in a. In a in a in a Susian kind of way, yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem she's, like a real dog. It seems like it's like it's like one of those things that you know, like my kid drew a picture of a dog and then they photoshopped yeah. it to be a real dog. That's what this dog right. looks yeah, like. She's she's two blocks away. She'd love you. Um, <laughs> and then I have a deaf white dachshund, and it's honestly like I'm a 38 year old bald man. In the best part of my day, I only friend other people, follow people that have dog pages. So yeah. when I'm just down, I go to Instagram and I just look at my dog pages, and I'm just like, oh look at it, and I just take a screenshot and send it to my wife, and I'm I'm a, I'm a grown man. This is living the dream in 2016, <laughs> man. There's nothing wrong with this. All Demons right, and puppy dogs. Thank you very much for hanging out with me yeah, today at me. the Driftwood Char Bar here on Nicollet. I'd like to thank them. I think they normally have a band tonight. That band apparently canceled, but their loss is our gain because we got <laughs> to hang out here at Driftwood Char Bar. Definitely stop by. Drinks are priced to move. Uh, and uh, also something that's priced to move, Mike Brody has a CD on rooftop called That's Not What I Meant. That's my mantra. Yep, there you go. All right, Mike, thank you again. Uh, And uh, I I would like to say thanks to my sponsors, everybody. Pabst Blue Ribbon, always in the picture, always in good taste. Add extra flair to those leisure time activities. Put original Pabst Blue Ribbon in the picture. People of good taste naturally go for its old-time beer flavor. Original Pabst, brewed as it was when it won the Blue Ribbon in 1893. So next time, 
Put yourself in the picture. Enjoy original Pabst Blue Ribbon. Well, you're good at that. Thank you. I actually took that from a 1960s magazine because <laughs> I was talking to the PBR rep going, can I get some text? He's like, I don't know. PBR is good. Don't drink it. And I'm like, you know what? So I found it. I found an old ad in Life Magazine. I copied it verbatim. I took a voiceover class and I'm impressed. I have. I was the national voice for Great Clips. What? For uh, two years. Yep. Uh, Minnesota State Lottery did a lot of work for them. Yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. Yeah, I did. I did exactly enough work for me to get arrogant and go, "Fuck, that's what I'm doing now." And then I never worked again. Um. I got an agent. I got. Oh, <laughs> I I got so much work just by accident. And then when I actually got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this seriously. This is yeah. how I'm going to pay my rent. Never got work again. <laughs> I any any job I got, I didn't audition for. And then I auditioned for years and I got nothing. Well, you're sponsored, right? You get that's technically. Yeah. Okay. That's not sure. <laughs> I'd still much rather have the I got paid two thousand dollars to stand in a mic booth for fifteen minutes. What was the What was the Great Clips slogan? Oh shit, that was a couple years ago now. Um, I could look it up on my phone. I, I, you don't want to give away free advertising. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was it was great. Uh, great Clips, cut it. Yeah, no, it was, you know, they had like the whole spiel where you know the son and the dad are talking or something, and then I pipe in going, you know, and. You know, now Great Clips has, you know, a Great Clip computer where all of your where your haircuts are stored forever. So they always get it right. Great Clips. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Or something like that. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, and um, I got paid for it one year and I was like, fuck yes, I'll be able to pay my rent. January of the next year, got another check. And there was a smoke outline of my body running to the bank because it was just like, was, you know, because January somehow is historically always kind of lean. So yeah. like when you get it, you're just like, fuck. And then yeah. I ran. Put that right in the fucking bank. Anyway, nice. moving right along. Our other sponsor, Stand Up Records. We like our comedy like we like our booze. Straight up and bitter. Check them out at standuprecords.com. They got new albums out all the time. And their Roku channel. It's hot as hell. Uh, we got lots of old episodes of Dream with Ian up there. In addition to stuff you might actually want to watch. We have full specials by all sorts of great comics. We got stuff up there by Doug Stanhope, blah, blah, blah. They have new albums out by Mary Mack, Maggie Ferris. I need to write down new names on my list because I keep saying the same people year after Adam year. Adam Quinnell. Adam Quinnell. Pat Sussmelch. Pat Sussmelch, yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Who else? Um, other ones, also good. Buy them all. Just, you know, go to standup, uh, standupcrap.com, buy everything available. And speaking of drinking with Ian, we're now on every Saturday night on MTN. I believe at 10, question mark? I don't know. Look at our Facebook page. It's up there now. Uh, but, yeah, we're now back on the air for the first time in a million years. We're not doing anything new. <laughs> they just ran out of other things to air, and I had a whole bunch of them on a hard drive. So I'm like, here you go. So all sorts of stuff that hasn't been seen since it was on air at first and probably barely then. So watch them then. Mike, thank you again. Thank you. Hell, yeah. We're gonna, you, you're out of Diet Coke, so we got to get Thanks, man. That was great. Thank yeah, you for doing it. That's all right. That's all right. That was spectacular. Oh, I don't know what was up with my microphone. I mean, I'm not saying ghosts, but probably ghosts. Probably ghosts. That was just, I mean, it it's, just it's just weird because it never, it'll usually make a weird noise and then I'll touch it and then it will stop. But this just kept doing it. So, like, I would have, like, really loud hits in my ear. And I'm just, like, trying to get it to stop. But So those guys that died, that, ki- that murdered? We're still was... recording, by the way. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> I always have like a little bit at the end when we fade out, oh, but now like, every oh, now and like again. The, it's like the, so uh, let yeah, me tell you about the, these fucking. This is the casual All the parts. kids in Springfield are SOBs. Yeah, this is the casual part. Um, All right, well, we're fading out. Good night.